that's funny. Where is everybody? Oh, hell, there's a note on the table. Dear Crumbly, we've all gone to Gallifrey 2013 out in Los Angeles. We'll be back next week and we'll bring you a present back. Please can you feed the head of Pertwee while we're away? Hmm, that's strange. Okay then. Well, on with the show. Welcome, 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 dear listeners, to this, the latest Staggering Stories podcast. I'm Crumbly. Uh, oh, I forgot, they're out in, they're out in LA at the moment. Hmm, oh, never mind. Now that I'm alone in the studio and the house, I mean, I can actually get up close to the controls that El, Presid- El Presidente uses for um, recording the podcast. I must say it's very complex, very impressive, and probably looks very fragile as well. I mean, I'll just press this button here and see what happens. Oh dear. Oops. Well, here we are. Gene, fake Keith, real Keith and myself. At the Marriott Hotel, Los Angeles Airport, Gallifrey One. And to start off with, of course, we need to do some tea jeweling. Can I have my first victor, I mean contestant? Well, you can do a demonstration. Okay. Ladies and gentlemen, can you choose your biscuits, please? A very steady choice there, a very steady... Hold your biscuit. What? Can you place your biscuit into dunking position? Get ready to immerse your biscuit in a count of five, four, three, two, one. Extract! In the air! In the air! Well, that was fast. Anybody else? Right. You turn shy. Naya, do you want to? Yeah, I can let go. The idea is to get yeah. the biscuit entirely in your mouth after yeah. they have the last one. Okay. Oh, it's bright as hell. I brought my own Take tea. Take your positions, please. Right, hang on, hang on. Let's just replenish the. Uh, are you happy with that selection, sir? I am. Okay. Right. Can you insert your biscuit? One, two, three, four, five. Ah! Evert! And it's a very tense one. Oh, we have a little bit of wobbling there. Definitely wobbling. Oh! The winner! Yeah! Yeah! Oh! What you got to do? <laughs> Next competitor strike, we have our reigning champion. Does right. anybody wish to topple our I, reigning champion? I will try. There we go. Select your biscuit. Are you ready? Uh, into dunking position. And go. One, two, three, four, five. Out. Upright, upright, please. Oh, it's made. We have a She didn't get she it in your mouth. You got a half nom. She got a full nom. I am sorry, madam. Any challenges? Any other takers? Explain everything to me. It'll do it. Go on. Go on. That's it. Right. Hang on. Replenish the supply. 
Okay. Yeah. Yes, yes. So we have to, is it holding it in there the longest? Or no, it's it holding it erect and get it fully into your mouth. No. See, okay. In there for the count of five, we'll take it out. And the idea is you eat it whole before it drops off or after they've eaten it whole. So, so it's, okay. it's the last so it's one to eat. Yeah, that's the it. That's it. Okay. Se- select your weapon. Okay. Right, place tea, a biscuit into the dunking position. And dunk. And a count of two. I should have been trying to win. <laughs> You're just eating the biscuits, aren't you? No! I'm eating cookies. Dunk! Dunk. One, two, three, four, five. Oh, Oh, vertical, please, vertical. Yeah. Oh, is that? Yeah. We have a steamage there. Oh, definitely. I am sorry, madam. I am sorry. Any other takers? We have another taker. Replenish the stock. This is like, this is like Street Fighter in the old oh, days. Is. <laughs> this is the tough. This is the gritty end. You're at the sharp end here. Select your weapons. Oh, a very delicate choice, though, I think. Very yeah. Dunking position, please, madam. Dunk! One, two, three, four, five. Erect! Oh, they said that, that tension is mounting here. Oh, that, that is... Oh, 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 we have a new winner! We have a new winner! Sorry about your shirt. You do run the risk, I'm afraid. It's one of the collateral damages. You get biscuits, soggy biscuits. Refreshing the biscuits! Choose your weapons, please. I should have worn the other glasses. That's a funny choice there. Okay, okay. Hang on. I'm right, dunking position. Okay. Come on, dunk that. That's it, dunking position. Ready? One, two, three, four, five. Correct! Hold it up, hold it up, hold it up. Oh, awesome. There's a definite. We've got a definite tilted. No! Reigning champion again! Matt, you are the picture of intensity, madam. <laughs> <laughs> it was the concentration of the face. A new challenger! A new challenger! 
Thank you, madam. Thank you. Oh, that's a cracked biscuit. Oh, no, that's a reject. Uh-oh. Eat the reject. How did you come up with the reject? Why do I have to eat the reject? I'm eating that reject. It's actually a steam pumpkin. But it's sort of like just stuck as something so Doctor Who. I know. Yorkshire tea. Yorkshire tea. Oh, no. We work with... I like builder's tea. Replenish the biscuits. Let's start our of course, you're not going to want so to eat anything weapons. for the rest of the day. No, now. I'm not. I'm not going to In-N-Out for the rest of the day. Take your weapon. Right. Do you require to reselect, madam? We have some more biscuits. Are you happy with that biscuit? Okay. Can you choose your biscuits, please, then, madam? And choose it well. Uh, I am. Okay. Dunking position. Probably. Oh, yeah, I should say. 
All of this needs to be published. <laughs> this is history that must be archived. <laughs> Is it going on the podcast? Yeah, it should be. Anyway, um, another thing I've been doing is it's a 30 second recommendation. I haven't done one of those for a while, so start the clock. My 30 second recommendation is the novel Eon by Greg Bear. It is all about the arrival of an asteroid in near Earth orbit sometime in the near future. Quickly dubbed The Stone, a team of scientists are sent to explore it. They quickly discover that despite its relatively small size, it is larger on the inside, seemingly infinitely big. The scientists explore the interior and find out that the stone is an artifact designed and once occupied by parallel universe humans. The mission takes on a whole new aspect as the team try to work out how the stone got here and why. Despite the obvious similarities to Arthur C. Clarke's rendezvous with Rama, they are very separate entities, but they both manage to convey the same sense of grandeur and awe at exploring a giant alien spacecraft. Who I am? Mm. I'm not quite sure anymore. (laughs) This is James from the Doctor Who podcast. Ah, And And Ian of the Doctor Who podcast. There's a theme here. Are you from or of the Doctor Who podcast? I'm not entirely sure anymore. What's grammatically correct? Let's ask Adam. What's grammatically correct? (laughs) I don't know. uh, (laughs) Belonging to... uh, Created by. Always asked Okay. I had no existence (laughs) before the Doctor Who uh, podcast brought me into being. Yes. Oh, your parents have nothing to do with it? I don't think so. No, No, okay. They certainly disowned me. It was genetically (laughs) grown in a vat. Okay, okay. There we go. So, what what do you think of Galley? It's good. It's good. It's absolutely the best convention that I've ever been to. It's unique. It hasn't changed. A bit busier, maybe? Since last time. Well, yeah, it's a bit busier, but the, the, the feel and the vibe and the atmosphere is oh, exactly yeah. the same as it was in 2010 when there was 50% fewer people yeah. uh, here. And it's it's stunning. Uh, the organisation is immaculate. The AV equipment and setup beats any UK convention that I have ever been to. In yeah. fact, there are no problems with it. It's it, quite boring. Even though. the professional one? <laughs> I don't remember the professional one. Like the one down in Cardiff, the BBC one? Oh, it wasn't really a convention. That was more like a performance. Oh, was it? Just uh, called itself a convention. Yeah. So yeah, that one doesn't really count. Okay. So, uh, <laughs> but yeah, it's it, it's a fantastic experience. I've thoroughly enjoyed it. I've never acclimatized to LA time on any occasion that I've been here. Have you? Have no. you done that? No? Get in there, get in there. Well, we did last time, but then only after the convention. We saved another week. Yeah. Ah, okay. You're not doing that this time. No, 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 no. So, what have you thought of Gallifrey then? Very good, very good. The problem is there's so much to do, so little time. Mm. <laughs> Ironically enough. Yeah. yeah, indeed. I'm loving Gary Russell's obsession with having the doors closed in the main auditorium. That guy yeah. has got OCD, there's yeah, no question. He went on a tweet rant about people talking outside the room and being disrespectful to the guests. And now every time he's interviewing someone, he's like, and there's some more people coming in through the doors that should be closed. He really needs to <laughs> yeah. get a job, doesn't he? He does. <laughs> yeah. Work for a living. <laughs> <laughs> Having said that, I would say that his interview style is something that I have really appreciated. Yeah, uh, some of the other interviewers, they ask closed questions and as, you know, people who work with words and interviewing people, (laughs) you just want to go up and slap them. (laughs) I have to say, the standard of interviewing has not been as good as it's been in the past, uh, with the exception of Scott Hancock and Gary Russell, who basically take to interviewing like ducks take to water it's, it's fascinating and the, the conversation you can see you can see Gary Russell actually listening to what Sylvette well the people who is interviewed exactly. and then he picks up something and leads it seamlessly rather than amazing, reading amazing. from a list of questions mm. which a yeah. couple of them see, they seem to you know they this, go is, in with this the, is my question my yeah. next question will be yeah. he's finished talking I'll ask my next question and he yeah. may have already answered that question in his first statement mm. but Ben Browder was a classic one 
it was a closed question, and his answer was yes. Well, that was, yeah. there you go. Yeah. And that was yeah. Charlie Ross, wasn't it? I think it was, so, yeah. Yeah, and that yeah. wasn't very good. We saw him in the main stage yesterday with about 10 different people. That um, was a bit of a mistake, I think. 10 yeah. people in one, one. It's challenging. Panel. It's challenging, but you, it's challenging. Yeah. Half of them, none of them really have much in common because they're all from different parts of the street. Mm, There's someone yeah. from Sarah Jane. With someone from the Matt Smith era, with someone from the Tenant era, mm. who'd never been on, on the show together at all, so they had no through line of questioning. Yeah. And yeah. half of them didn't seem to actually have any answers to give. Yeah. Uh, Nina, what's her name, who did Mel, yeah. had, had nothing to say. I mean, she's only on the show for like two scenes, but yeah. Um, yeah. she had nothing much to say. So every time the questions went to her, she kind of, kind of sat there and stared out and went, Yeah. And <laughs> I did notice that he was really interview, Ian McNeese was guiding it a lot. Yes. He was, you could see him up on the screen pointing to who the People, interviewer yes. had to talk to next. But as Ian, I mean, we were on the same plane. All of us were actually on the same plane. Yeah, we were. Yeah. Yeah. And even when they gave the safety demonstration, Ian McNeese was up there. He was pointing out the emergency exits. <laughs> yeah. You know, that's, that's, that's Ian McNeese. <laughs> and I also think he's, um, we think we've acclimatised badly to EST. He is, yeah. he's terrible. He's half asleep all the time. He so, was yesterday uh, when he was on a, the stage. Yes. I thought he was going to fall off his chair at one yeah. point. He looked really rough on the, coming out of the plane. Yeah. Yeah, he, oh, he looked rough going in, frankly. It <laughs> <laughs> was the duty-free flowing, really. Yeah. <laughs> but will you be returning? This is your second time, isn't it? I expect we will, yeah. yeah. So, yeah. Probably not next year, but... Maybe the year after. Maybe. Are you going to try and find a head of Baker for then, or... Uh... They'd just fight. Yeah. It just wouldn't be fair. It all depends if Tom Baker dies before the next game. <laughs> isn't this... Going to. Isn't something uh, well, there'd be a good double act going there between head of Perkman and head of Trouton. They just bicker so much, yeah. though. Any problem? Never get any work yeah, done, comedy maybe. gold. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Yeah. No, but on, on the whole, it's been it's been a lot of fun. Um, yeah. It, it, it's been a, a little bit different, with the exception of the people. The people is still the ones who create the uh, the successful vibe. I think. Um, one, one thing that I have noticed that has been different. I don't know if you sat in very many panels this year, but there used to be a very clear distinction between marketing panels and discussion panels. Now this year, that boundary has has become blurred, and I, I've sat on a couple of panels where, you know, you're supposed to be debating. A particular points about Doctor Who that people have turned up to hear, and, yeah. and you get people who have written books and they're pushing it, and I, I, I just think it's it's a shame because mm. having those discussion panels were the things that made Gallifrey pretty unique, particularly yeah. to UK attendees, yeah. and that seems to be somewhat diluted this year. I've noticed it a lot more, mm. but that, in all honesty, I've got to say that's probably the only slightly negative yeah. thing I would I, I have to say. That's not mm. just Galley; that's across the board. I was at the yeah. Two Men Cybermen at the BFI. And the guests they chose were nothing to do with Tomb of the Cybermen. It's just they were Who names and they had a book to sell. But that's never been the case at Gallifrey. Yeah, Gallifrey has stayed time, so far away. I mean, we're mm. standing recording this in probably the largest dealer's room any of us have ever been in at yeah. a convention. And yet it's still not about marketing. Or it certainly wasn't traditionally. Mm. Gallifrey was never about selling books. It was about actually talking about Who. And I felt as though it wasn't a balanced debate within a big finish panel that I was in certainly okay. because people had agendas and yeah. whereas yeah. Yeah. two yeah. years yeah. ago people just said well of course there's some bad big finish plays because when you yeah. go that long it stands to reason we're all adults we can say they're a good time back that yeah. wasn't the case it was yeah. not the case of saying everything's wonderful go and buy them yeah. and I, yeah. that, that disappointed me that two years ago Doctor Who hadn't broken in America 
and that's why the convention is two, Maybe. three times the size it was two, yeah. three years ago. Yeah. And the profile and the fact that the money to be made out of coming over here and pushing yourself is much bigger now than it was two years ago. Yeah, I still think Gallifrey would have been almost ring fenced because it's 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 so prolific. It is a shame. So, yeah. In here, we've got a couple of tables at least three tables maybe of people signing autographs yeah you have to pay for i don't remember that two years ago it wasn't the case uh, it's um it is a company now who do the autographs i think and it, it's it's yeah it's not inclusive yeah and um, you might say well, that means they brought more guests in but actually we've got more attendees than ever there must be more money than ever to bring guests in yeah. so why do they need to be co-financed I mean, I, I, we, none of us know the intricacies of financing no. something on this scale, I suppose. Um, yeah. But having said that, because I'm not really interested in inter- uh, autographs, no. I don't think. I, no, I, I mean, either. You know, it's. But I, I do think people who don't get to see the stars of Doctor Who may well be. And mm. I know when Trevor was here a couple of years ago, you know, his yeah. first time out of Australia, first time he's been allowed out <laughs> of Australia, really. Yeah, yeah. Uh, he he was really pleased that he could just go and get autographs. Yeah, yeah you know, he, he didn't have to pay for them no. at that point, but. Uh, he was upset about the system they used because he had to wait in line for ages. But yeah, the yeah. whole concept of having free autographs was fairly unique and yeah, well, changed a lot. I bit, feel sorry for new fans coming into it because when we got into it and first started doing the conventions in the 80s, you could just get you know get, go along with your autograph book, fill it up, didn't cost you a penny. <laughs> yeah. But how much of this is because we, you know the world is moving on, fandom doesn't like moving on despite the show we celebrate being all about change and evolution well, June Hudson made some interesting points yesterday um, the introduction of the question mark to Tom Baker's outfit she hated that and he never if went she, he well, never went if she said if I'll they had to do it yeah. why not do it in just a, a silver that you only saw when the light changed but um, <laughs> JNT told her we've got to brand this now that's the way of the world and I suppose he was right <laughs> To a degree. No, I don't know. Each doctor after that had a gimmick, didn't he, really? Mm. Yeah. And he it had uh, the, the big coat with, uh, with Colin, uh, the loud the coat. Celery. The celery. June didn't have like the celery either. Gimmick, to be honest with you. Well, it, it, it was an attempted gimmick. It was brand. Yeah. It was brand. Yeah, but yeah. I mean, you look now. You look around. There are still people in no question mark pullovers. You know, yeah. Yeah. tank tops. Yeah. Uh, even Sylvester McCoy said it wasn't that good. But things change. Television changes. Mm. Fandom doesn't like change. <laughs> no, and maybe we want not. everything to be as it was. You know, in the eighties, oh, where things no, were very. I'm not different. saying I don't want everything to be as it was. I'm just saying I, I object to paying thirty dollars <laughs> for someone to scribble on a piece of paper. <laughs> <laughs> I will happily pay a little bit more to come to the convention if it cover if it that's what's needed to be done to cover the yeah. um, artist's expenses. Mm. But thirty bucks for a an autograph, nah. Well, cheaper in the UK, which they're uh, twenty quid. Well, at least maybe yeah. thirty-five was it for the tenant one? Oh yeah, yeah. I find accosting them in the lavatory and getting them to do it for <laughs> is the way to go. You were arrested last yeah, time. Yeah, tenant was shocked when you went to the event. Just that one time. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you very much, guys. Pleasure. Pleasure. Now You're we most have welcome. a new person. Oh. Please introduce yourself. Hi. Oh, thank you. <laughs> I'm Nea Dodson. I actually do have something to add to the conversation because oh, yeah. there are conventions where you can pay extra and it includes autographs. There you go. Chicago yeah. TARDIS runs along that line. When is, you say extra, are you talking a lot extra? Or? It depends. Um, now I'm going to get the, the numbers wrong for TARDIS. Uh, Sorry, no one listens to us. <laughs> I do. Um, for instance, the base membership at Chicago TARDIS ish. Don't yeah. hold me to that this year, folks. But yeah. historically, it's been about seventy-five dollars for the weekend. Right. Okay, I've done good. that, and I've had a very good time. Mm. 
the next up is, I believe, about 150. So that's double. Right. Mm. But it gets you further up the lines. Yeah. It gets you a certain number of autographs. It gets you guaranteed seats. Yeah. Uh, in the auditorium, and they have one very high. That's over two hundred dollars. It's called the All Access. Yeah. And I've got a friend who does it, and he keeps saying, "I get All Access, and they won't give me the room numbers of the guests." <laughs> <laughs> but they get even. They are. They can cut any line. Yeah. They can get uh, the the middle one can get one autograph from everybody. Yeah. They get mm. two autographs or an autograph and a picture oh, with yeah. everybody. So if autographs mm. your thing, that's worth doing. Yes, mm. it is. But yeah. you do actually have the option of saying, I really want to talk to guest X. The year Elizabeth Sladen was, was their, yeah. their guest. I paid for the middle membership because I honestly I can't quite justify the highest yeah. to myself. No. But it was worth it to me yeah. because then I could cut in line and then go and and not miss panels because I was standing in line. Yeah. I could. Yeah. And mm. one of the things that they inaugurated last year is not only are the lines staggered, but they'll give you numbers so okay. that you know you can, go away. Yeah. You, you can wander off. And yeah. it's like if your if your number is hit hits this slot in time. Mm. To be honest, for me, the thing with the autographs though is it's not the autograph on the piece of paper there's there's very little that i care that much about yeah <laughs> i shouldn't confess this out loud but my friend who gets the all access yeah i had live 34 which is one of my favorite audios ever of big finishes oh yeah and um the guy who plays hex philip olivier mm -hmm. now he's signing for free out in the lobby because yeah. he's just not a list and sophie and Silve are signing but that's a pay signature, and I'm going, eh, 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 I can't justify, I can't justify. <laughs> Kevin went and got it signed for me, uh, to me, because uh, he yeah. didn't want the signatures. Yeah. Mm. But uh, or more accurately, he did not need further signatures from those guests, but he had paid, mm. ergo he had the he right. Do it, yeah. yeah. Um, Black market. Yeah, <laughs> sort of. <laughs> it, it's dodgy, but I mean, yeah. it, it, as far as the conventions... Concerned, yeah. it was actually yeah. all paid for. But what I'm, I feel that what I'm paying for is not the item with the autograph. I'm paying for that five seconds of face to face. Mm. I suppose, yeah, yeah. But in a place, a convention like this, you can get that five seconds of face to face when they're walking down the corridor and Many you just them, stop yeah. them and say hi. Really liked your work, yeah. and they will. They're, it's like the conventions of old. They'll just stand and chat, and as yeah. long as you don't get psychotically, obsessively <laughs> in their face, yeah. Oh, yeah. They're fine. And, and that is, I mean, TARDIS is like that. I'm assuming the new one, the Long Island Who. Um, I mean, they have those too, but I, that's what it's really coming to. Yeah. If, if you want more than two guests, unfortunately... You've got to let them flog yeah. their stuff and make it worth their while. Well, it's also... Um, I used to be ConCom for Shoreleaf and Farpoint, right. which are locals back in my home state. Yeah. And... Um, you get a high guest. Uh, William Shatner is one of the people that they kept trying to get. Mm -hmm. The convention flat out could not afford him. Period. End of yeah. sentence. Yeah. So what you do is you say, well, I'll give you a cut of the sales. You know, mm -hmm. you get this. This baseline is what we can afford to pay you, plus your hotel, plus your your membership, plus your travel, yeah. travel, and we'll give you X percent of the door and all of your autographs. 
yeah. yeah. which okay. makes it worth his while. Yeah. Potentially, yeah. 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 So that's, I mean, it, it does cut into the fans a little bit, mm. but it is... It is actually a way for a convention to bring in somebody that they could never afford in a million years. I suppose, so, yeah. 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 Which I suppose is a way to to manage the demand. Yeah. If it's a free autograph, you might go for it. Even if you didn't really want it that much. If you have to pay for it, then... Yeah. You're only going to do yeah. it if you really, really want it. Yeah, well, it's also... I They seem to be here and um, TARDIS and Farpoint and surely if I do a lot of conventions, (laughs) you know, you have the A, B, and C list. Yeah. And the C list you can see free and you just walk up to and the B list, they're higher up the food chain. You may or may not have to pay depending on the size of the con. And then it's the A list -list. who are... Must be a bit demoralising for the C-list people. Yeah, (laughs) you know, you've worked hard all your, your life. You've got this job that you're proud of and you are... Can't even get to the top of the list at a convention yeah, for your program. Well, the brutal <laughs> truth is, so at least surely wise, yeah. The C list in the 2000s were the A list in the 70s. Yeah, yeah. yeah you know, because yeah. the new fans want to see the new people. Yeah. What's that line from yeah. the Big Bang Theory? They only, about Wesley Crusher. They only let him into Star Trek conventions if he helps set up the chairs. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> it does feel like, in a way, Freema's a bigger guest here than Sylvester. And I think she well, she's new. Yeah, it's yeah. Just her, her first, first one. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. she she said in her interview she just felt it was she'd left it too long to yeah. say thank you to everyone. Yeah. So. yeah. And Sylve's a wonderful guest, but this is the five hundred and twenty fifth time. <laughs> well, yeah. it's it's the third or fourth time yeah. that I've seen him. Yeah, yeah. pretty much the same, I'm sure. Yeah. I still, um, I thoroughly enjoyed the way they just wound him up and let him go wandering oh yeah. amongst the crowd. He that does was, that. Yeah. yeah, he does yeah. that. That's his thing. Um, I'm, you know, who I'm adoring is um, Sean Dingwell. Isn't he's good? Oh, he's Isn't adorable. He? I'm going to be running around to the to the local cons, going, get him, get him. He's yeah. great. Uh, Sean Dingwell's Pete Dan Starkey. Dan Starkey's Dan Star- yeah. That's who I'm thinking yeah. of. Dan Starkey. Okay. Uh, yeah. No offense to Mr. Dingwell, who's also an excellent guest, but <laughs> it was Dan Starkey I was thinking of. Yeah. I've got to send you that link to the Christmas carols. It's um, Strax in full. Yeah, I, I've gear. heard of them. I just it's hadn't looked them up. Wonderful, uh, with the uh, the Doctor Amy uh, and Madame Vastra. Amy, well, was Amy there? No, Clara. Sorry, Clara, Clara and Madame Vastra. Were you there for just a minute last night? No, no. I caught, I caught last half. Of it. It's very good. Yeah. Oh, because there was one point when they were getting extra points if they did it in character voices. Just yeah. was saying. Yeah. 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 Through that Strax or a Dalek. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> oh, brilliant. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. <laughs> Thank you very oh, much, Naya. You're welcome. Yeah. Ah, oh, right, back again. Ah, oh, thank you. Yes, um, while, his, while El Presidente is away, I've had the opportunity to, to invite a few of his neighbours around for a quiet soiree. A few glasses of wine and a few nibbles. Ooh, having a wander around. Oh, that's a few of his neighbours there. And, oh dear, what are they doing? And can they actually achieve that anatomically? Oh, never mind. Anyway, moving on. Ah, oh, there's another one of his neighbours. Hello, Mrs. Yeah. Ah, thank you. Yes, and who is your young friend? Anyway, while I'm enjoying these hijinks over there, let's see how they're doing over there. Hello, this is Stephen Thorne talking to you from Los Angeles. You're listening to Staggering Stories Podcast. So, what's your name then? Hi, this is this is Jeff Kaplan, and this is my second galley. I enjoyed it a lot. The uh, uh, a de- definite highlight was shaking hands with the celebrities in the lobby this morning. You know, I didn't. I didn't stand in any autograph lines. I didn't. Um, 
I, I, I didn't make it to the closing ceremonies. Um, meeting people in the lobby, definite, definitely uh, one of the most important aspects of this convention. I'd recommend it to everyone. Can you confirm to our listeners that the head of Pertwee does exist? The head of Pertwee does It's a little creepy. The head of Pertwee does exist. And here we have... Andre, how are you? Good, thank you. What do you have to say about Gallifrey? Well, first off, I'm frightfully sorry for forgetting to give you all of your ribbons. (laughs) This morning as I was cleaning up, I saw uh, my cocktail shaker that I hadn't used, and when I packed, I had, in order to save space, stuffed your ribbons into it. Cocktail shaker, that's impressive. Well, it's appropriate, considering you lot. (laughs) What are you trying to imply there? What are you suggesting, man? Are we shaken, not stirred? Nothing, just that it's it's still before noon and one, two, three of us at this table are drinking. I think you're fine. It is about half past seven in the evening. Half past seven in the evening. Are you guys considering yourself already on GMT? I wish, I wish. I don't think we've actually left GMT. Well... We had a panel. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We definitely had a lovely, uh, a lovely convention. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, some highlights were, uh, oh bugger. Uh, <laughs> oh, the buggering. The buggering was always a highlight. I didn't make it. I didn't make the tea dueling. I challenged you, and I would have beaten your pants off. I voice due to the tea dueling. Yeah. It is such a lovely voice. It, it oh, thank you. More's the pity for all of us. But uh, Philip Hinchcliffe uh, videoed me. Do he what, or shouldn't we ask? Well, he wanted to see how long my ribbon strand was. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That had nothing to do with the kilt that I've worn all week. I tell you, wearing pants feels incredibly odd. Wearing trousers as well feels yeah. odd, too. Yeah. What do you do in your private life is your own affair. We don't like to cry. My and favorite part was when one of your friends, lady friend, came across, pointed and went, oh, my God, it's so long. And you said, yes, and so are my ribbons. <laughs> <laughs> it wouldn't have been so bad if she hadn't pointed. Yeah, yeah. My main concern is, when did she get to talk to my wife? She didn't come <laughs> to this convention. And speaking of conventions, although Gallifrey 1 is ending, and yep. Yep. we're all trailing out the last dregs of LobbyCon Come here. Clinging yeah. on to it as desperately as possible. Uh, I personally am looking forward to L.I. Who. Point plug. Which is uh, Veterans Day weekend, or if any of you want to come over from England, it's Remembrance Day weekend. Right. Ah, right. uh, yeah. Uh, November 8th, 9th, 10th, and, you know, with the 11th being the Monday, it's a lovely travel day. <laughs> you can come, you can have a nice time, and you can get home safely without having to worry. It's one, yeah. week, it's one week before Chicago TARDIS. Ah. No, it is not. Chicago oh. TARDIS is November 30th. Mm. No, 23rd. Well, sorry. No, it is not. It's pushed back. Oh, really? Yes. Oh, when did that happen? Okay. Maybe there's a reason. That's what I like about you. You have your fingers on, fingers the, on the throbbing <laughs> pulse of the fandom well, community. We understand. We know we're everything. not going, so it doesn't matter. <laughs> could, could it be because all the actors are going to be doing something else that weekend of the 23rd? In Cardiff, maybe. Mata, 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 mata. Mata, mata. Spade rumors, spade rumors. Walla, 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 walla. Burma. Uh, more information is going to be uh, found on longislanddoctorwho.com. Uh, the only information that I can give right now is our room rate. Oh, 
Go ahead. Which is a staggering price <laughs> of $89 a night. That's pretty good. Bet yeah, a lot cheaper is. than here. Yeah. Yeah. Do the conversion right. Yeah. Right. Oh, does that mean you're coming? <laughs> no, because there's still the plane. Oh. I'd like to go to New York. We, like to we to New have York. updated information here. Uh, Chicago TARDIS is November 29th through December 1st, and I've already bought my, res- my, my registration for Chicago TARDIS, so I don't think I'll be able to make two vacations so oh. close together. So, oh. Long Island off. 2, maybe next year. Yeah. Take a month off. <laughs> yeah, right. yeah. You mean to tell me that you're only going to two conventions this year? <laughs> Yeah. Hang your head in shame, sir. Hang your head in shame. <laughs> I have a full-time job, you know, mundane. Oh, and also uh, another high point was uh, Bernice Summerfield. Oh, yes. yeah, yeah. Lisa Barman. Lisa Barman. Yeah. Uh, pulled me aside to June Hudson and said, two years ago, this guy came as a Fez. Oh, yes. Ah, yes. yes. I had a photo of that. Yeah. And she wanted to discuss construction Design. of it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> How do you that build on it? That was a particularly right? good costume. Yeah. Yes. I mean, I it was bit, but, but, <laughs> but just the simple You're fact that Ju- talking costumes <laughs> yeah. with June Hudson. Yeah. yeah, she was around the lobby about half an hour ago. Yeah. Yeah. And, and I'll say this as a costume designer, you expect her to have a great sense of fashion. And my God, yeah. didn't she look Gorgeous. Ooh, That's a very. She's sitting yeah. over there. So it's a very sharp suit she's sitting in. Yeah. She's sitting over there. That's why we're especially talking loudly when we're complimenting her. Yeah. She's 106. She's very deaf. <laughs> what? Exactly. One of the uh, one of the high spots for me at this convention has been Ottergate. <laughs> uh, the the uh, recurring of certainly through uh, just a minute the appearance of otters and uh, talking about the highlights of Cardiff as an otter. Well, it's it's really a shame that Otter Darville couldn't make <laughs> yes. it. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's a shame. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> There was, there was a Roman centurion wandering around. Been, oh, yeah. he, he did have particularly legs. good legs. <laughs> he did, didn't he? It was uh, very, nice. very. Uh, <laughs> Unfortunately, I didn't get a picture of him, so I'm going onto um, Facebook oh, to yeah, make yeah, sure that's on there. It's okay, darling. You have one of me in my kilt. <laughs> in the kilt. Yes, in the kilt. And, and I have the legs for it. His legs were better. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's it's what's underneath and inside that counts. <laughs> That was a bit too showy. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no such thing. I, I quite enjoyed Emily Emily OOO from Twitter. I forget her uh, her last name. But anyway, uh, the she's uh, she's working on her PhD in music, and so she did the the seminar and demonstration about the about music from Doctor Who, um, oh, yeah. and. Um, you know, it, it, it really felt more like Sorry, a... Sorry, there's a man wearing a goodies t-shirt. <laughs> and I need to know where he got his goodies t-shirt from. From memory, I think I got it in a dodgy market in Melbourne in the late 90s. Oh. <laughs> I have every episode of the goodies. Hold on. Who runs the goodies podcast. Oh, yeah, yeah. The <coughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Have you not met him? No. no. All right, he's still in bed with a rather nasty hangover. <laughs> um, well, he is Australian, right? Well, yeah. Uh, I mean, I'm fighting off uh, death just at the moment as we speak. Um, no, but he should be down a bit later on. If you want to find me, I'll uh, introduce you to him. Okay. Excellent. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I, I met the. I, I went to the podcasting panel also, and the the Goonies podcast. 
guy was there. So yeah. Goodies. 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 Excuse me. Excuse me. So yeah. So hope, yeah. So I, I'll, I'll recognize him if he comes back to the. I mean. um, but yeah, Emily's uh, music panel. It it was a college seminar instead of a convention panel for a few minutes. It was it was quite interesting. Going over new Who music. Yeah. Yeah. That was a really interesting panel because they mixed up the uh, different songs so you had like. The, the intro to the eleventh hour with the music from the Ninth Doctor era, oh. so that it w- it was really astounding the changes you got and like adding the eleventh Doctor's theme into the scene where the Doctor is saying to Rose, "Do you want to come with me?" Oh, makes yeah. it so yes. much more epic because yeah. it's like, oh, yeah. that's a pretty good bit of music. Yeah, 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 yeah and. It was astounding and hilarious, <laughs> and I'm so glad I went to it. One of the highlights for me was Dick Mills. I'd never seen him before. Oh, yeah. And absolutely fascinating, his description of how the um, Radiophonic Workshop got underway and his little sound bites, the, um, the one for the car show. Yeah, yeah. Brilliant. <laughs> get out and get under. That was it, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I, I have to admit, I liked the full version of um, Major Bloodnock's stomach exploding, being <laughs> oh, yeah. a Goons fan, and Crumbly's going to kill us for missing that. He was saying it wasn't the full version. No. Because um, they did the full version, and it was 30 seconds long, and they were told to cut it down to what we're ten. used to. Yeah, ten Otherwise, seven. there would have been no room for anything else in the, uh, in the sketch. I, th- I think my other favourite one with him was the uh, oh, orgasm and gun. gun. Yes. And, they, and, he, and he put oh, it I was going to ask, when did you come into my room? <laughs> that made Happiness Patrol a lot more interesting. Yeah, probably it would have done. Another yeah. highlight was Ben Browder. Oh, yeah. I always wanted to oh, meet him. him. Oh, he oh, was, was wonderful. The facial really, hair. Really good. The facial yeah. hair. I wanted yeah. to get his autograph for a friend, but... I couldn't find where to buy the autographs oh, and stuff. So a, that was a real missed opportunity. If, they, if I've got a complaint about this, and I don't really want to complain, but it's been the length of some of the queues. And it, it's, it's, it's understandable the amount of people that have been here. It's completely yeah, 3, understandable. 3,200. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Well, actually, it's more like 3,400. Uh, really? The final number, I think, was 3,440-something, oh, yeah. oh, I, I believe. How did they get in? Well, the well they, don't, they have to count the guests. Right. The guests and the convention add-ons. staff. The, yeah. the 3,200 includes the volunteers who pay to come to the convention and then spend some of the time volunteering. But uh, but yeah, he said thirty five hundred. Once you count the the attend the guests and the uh, and the staff. Wow. Uh, with regard to cues, though, I realize that giving free autographs is no longer a yeah. possibility, especially when you get this size. Yeah. But the fact that they were charging for autographs, in my opinion, probably kept the cues down. Because because yeah. I when I went to get Freeman's autograph, I was queued up for. Half hour, maybe forty-five minutes, and if it was free. Yeah, this is a very good point because when we were at the SFX weekender in Cardiff, the autographs were—they were either free or we had vouchers. I can't remember which. Yeah, we had. But we we were in that queue for three hours. Oh, bless you! It was awful. So if we'd had to pay like twenty, thirty pounds for it, awful lot of people, like you said, wouldn't have uh, wouldn't have bothered. So I don't want to be negative or down on because they were queuing and they were very well handled you know and it, they moved like nobody's business they were quick but my disappointment is the fact that you had to get somewhere you had to fight your way through a certain amount of kids yeah. 
I don't want to be negative, but as I said, if there's anything I need to say, that's the negative yeah. to it. And I liked Ben Browder's way of getting through interview, um, auditions. Oh, yes. Bleed. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> yeah. He, was, um, he went for the, uh, was it Farscape yeah. audition? And he's going through his piece, doing his lines, and he thought he was sweating. He could feel liquid dripping down his nose, and he was trying to hold it together. Oh, God, I don't want to sweat, I don't want to sweat. And then he realised they're all looking at him in a peculiar fashion, and he'd broken out in stigmata in the middle of his forehead, and the blood was dripping down his nose. But he got the part. He so got the part. that's what to yeah. do. Young actors, take note. Stab yourself in the forehead. Yep. <laughs> Um, well, one of one of the things I was really impressed with is uh, more than British conventions, there's a lot of costumes go on here. Very oh, much. The attendees yes. not just cosplay, but just wander around in costumes, and some of them are absolutely Squizzy. stunning. Yeah. Um, there was an automaton robot from the girl in the fireplace, clockwork, yeah. 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 and it wasn't a professional yep. one; it was a homemade one, and it was beautiful. That, you, yeah. that guy, that that guy who dressed up as the Ribbon, though I thought he let the sweat down. <laughs> yeah. Complete weirdo, complete nutter, jackass, and weirdo. But I hear he came as a fez one year. Oh, <laughs> there was. Did anybody else see the robot from Robot? Amazing. Yes, oh, yes, I did. Yes. Really? In the same room as the console. They yeah, had. No, it was an actual costume. It was an actual costume. Come out. Oh, I hope to God that that guy lives local. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that, I think I know that guy from the, the Doctor Who cosplay forums, but I didn't see him here. Yeah. But, yeah. Well, no, of course not. He was in a large robot <laughs> costume. Yeah, well, I mean, I didn't see the costume either. A, a, a giant robot before it was giant. I noticed in that video at the end that Ed Stradling put together, there was um, a snowman. Yeah. I didn't see that. Well, there was uh, the yeah. snowman Most of them were probably and the, just for the actual uh, cosplay. Yeah. Yeah. And, and there was a big Addy pose again. Yeah. Somebody, oh, yeah. They were here last year. Yeah. Yeah. There has been some absolutely stunning Weeping Angels, including oh, a baseball God. playing yes. Weeping oh, Angels. Yes. A uh, Los Angeles Angel yeah, baseball I saw that. player. And Angel. that was a very sexy Roman centurion. Oh, yeah. You've already mentioned the I Roman know, but centurion. he's so no, sexy said, it's worth <laughs> mentioning again. I <laughs> said I didn't cosplay <laughs> as a centurion. Well, that's our challenge for you next time. Can I just we say, he was I, I loved the amount of Claras and Amys oh, there yes. were walking around. There were far because more Amys and Claras, yeah. as far as yeah. I can tell. Because I, I do like Amy and Clara. They are nice companions, so see, seeing those well, people cosplaying as them. Well, yeah, yeah. yeah. Yes. Funny enough, El Presidente likes Amy as well. Also, also, I would like to do a shout out to the amount of female Tardises that were oh, wondering that about. Oh, yes. it, it was at least a vortex of Tardises. Yes. I actually sat down and chatted with uh, one of the female Tardises earlier. I didn't know if she had been one, but yeah. You were the person who got slapped for asking if she was bigger on the inside. <laughs> <laughs> Word of advice, you never ask no, a, a no. woman that. No. Never no. never use the term bigger I, around any lady. Yeah. I, I, I'm fairly certain I didn't ask her. <laughs> <laughs> I, like, I haven't been drinking, so... How well, then here's a cider. I, yeah. think you're, I think you're mistaken. <laughs> Sorry, back to the clockwork droid oh, yes. uh, costume. Oh, that was nice. what, I didn't. I didn't get a close-up look at it. The the 
droid arms didn't have the person's arms in it, right? The, yeah, the person. Yes. What yeah. she had was this red dress, uh-huh. and it was over her head. And then she'd got the clockwork thing on, on top. top. On top. And so it was just hat. so effective. Yeah. But but the, the it seemed like the shoulders of the costume were in relation to where her head must have well, been. How did she get her arms into of, it? Some sort of padding on top of the shoulders. Yeah. So she she would have had sort of like um, had really severe padding around the shoulder area and the actual armpits on the dress are cut a bit lower. This is where so you your need June Hudson down. to tell yeah. us how it would have been done. Would so you like me to hold that for a while? <laughs> Thank you very much. <laughs> I would like hey, that's out. a big one. <laughs> I would like to point out at this juncture she was referring to the microphone. Yes, and that, yes. Also, uh, talking of my that's a big one, the, uh, <laughs> Fraser, the Fraser Hines and Debbie Watling panels. Always good. Yes, yeah. <laughs> so, favourite panels? Oh God, uh, certainly the Ben Bowder. Oh, and uh, Mark Shepard. He spent the coolest man on the planet. I think he spent half the time talking to a baby down the front Aww. of the actual uh, uh, favorite line. Favourite panel. Favourite panel. Uh, behind the camera, having Philip Hinchcliffe, Saul Metstein, and Nicholas Briggs telling you how to film a Doctor Who episode. He's fantastic. And my favourite thing from that panel was Saul Metstein just squeeing all over the fact that Matt Smith is amazing. <laughs> and that saying that all you need to do when you're filming is cut when Matt Smith turns his head. <laughs> what about Gillen? Any mention of Gillen? Oh, <laughs> you leave it alone. <laughs> well, well, I'll share the room with him. You're not leave it alone. <laughs> Me, I think it's got to be Mark Shepard and uh, Ben Browder again. Those guys can really hold the stage. Very yeah. funny. Yeah, if I'm completely honest, I went to very, very few panels, oh. which which is always the curse and joy yeah. of Galley. Yeah. Uh, but I do have to be honest. I did like the IDW Comics panel. Oh, I missed that one. I'd like to have seen that. Uh, where I think I got into a little trouble with Tony Lee <laughs> when he, you know, they were asked all the writers who would they want to write for. Uh, you know, which doctor yeah. and which companion. Any in the uh, whole canon. And Tony Lee chose Pertwee yeah. and Unit. At which point I asked, how big was it going to be? And he wanted to kick me out. <laughs> the man was drinking my liquor and wanted to kick me out. <laughs> God. Well, are you sure it was Tony Lee or Tony Stark? Well, no one can ever really tell, can they? <laughs> the Mark Shepard panel was a, was another significant highlight for me. I, I appreciated that he's he is such a fan, and yeah. he was and yeah. so not only was he talking from the perspective of of an, an actor and telling us what a, how great a job it is to be an actor and all that stuff, but he was also giving us the advice of uh, that that when when you encounter the celebrities at the conventions that they that. They're there because they want to meet people, yeah. and 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 he he specifically said said to thank the celebrities for their work, which um, which that was <laughs> that was good good thinking. I and I tried that out on a few of the celebrities I met in the lobby this morning, and yeah. uh, very effective. So what else did you like? Uh, well, of course, meeting podcasters was a was a <laughs> highlight. You know, we met the. Uh, he's coming back. <laughs> I you can go pick up your free drink at the bar now. <laughs> Podcasters are an, are an important part of the rest of my year when I'm not at a convention. So, 
So, uh, yeah, meeting uh, Ian and um, Michelle and um, and DWP and, uh, yes, and the Staggering Stories. <laughs> I met the Staggering Stories, but I met them two years ago as well. <laughs> oh, so, yeah. like so the bloom is off the rose is what you're saying. <laughs> well, this wasn't, right, it wasn't the, this wasn't the first time meeting the Staggering Stories, but it was my first time being on the Staggering Stories, so that's cool. Um, but didn't, didn't you say Crumbly was going to be here this year? No. Uh, I don't know. I think uh, most of the panels everyone's covered, but I think my two favourites were possibly Dick Mills's panel, um, which I absolutely loved. And the programme about a inspector that has no oh, title, oh, otherwise yes. known as uh, Inspector uh, Space Time. I would like to point out one of my favourite moments. Oh, I'll say that again. Hello. I'd like to point out one of my favourite moments is Travis Ritchie or Inspector Spacetime kissing the head of Pertwee. <laughs> and I think it was Nicholas Briggs also kissing the head of Pertwee. Not at the same time. Not at the same time. We, we also yeah. had... Some, I, I didn't actually catch her name, but one of the attendees French-kissed the head of Pertwee. Oh, I think she's probably ill now because yeah. that thing it hasn't yeah. been washed in years. <laughs> And if any of our listeners want to see the perversions that the head of Pertwee has got up to this weekend, all of his encounters were captured on camera and on his Facebook page. But really, you should be over the age of 18. And, and I suggest there are points where you look away. Oh, Sylvester McCoy really owns the room. He, oh, you know, God, he, yes. he, came, he came down off the stage and he put his handheld microphone in front of people yeah. who had questions. He's and scampering up and down the aisles <laughs> yes. everywhere. Yes, that was excellent. Yeah. He's, he's, he's quite a performer. So, so this has been a, an impromptu podcast from Staggering yeah. Stories, so uh, it'll get cut into the real one. But Hopefully. until then, until yeah. then, this is Gene. Fake Keith. Real Keith. Gordon, Adam, Jeff Kaplan, and an amazingly crazy, slightly hungover Andre. <laughs> Before we go, I'd like to say hello to Naya, Sarah or Sarah or Bob, Bob, Bob. Diane, who was at the Dalek Socks <laughs> panel. Um, Sheila, I think it is from Wales and Adelaide. I'll check my notes, Sheila. I might be getting you completely wrong. Your name's probably Erica. <laughs> I would like to say thank you for finally delivering over a year later the prize. <laughs> yes. The prize for winning the contest that you actually didn't hold this year, did you? No, no we didn't. Oh, no, for the uh, predictions. Yeah. Such a lovely photo. <laughs> yeah, it's interesting. So I started naming podcasters. Now I need to, I, but I didn't name enough of them. So we need to keep going. Oh God, God. Yes, we. Well, of course, Andre and Michelle and Nancy and my roommate Lewis from the Happiness Patrol get us gets a special shout out. And the and all four Oods were here this year. Chris so and over there at the next table. Chris and we Chris and Laura. Hello, <laughs> and the Ferris Project over and, there. Uh, and there, hello, there's hello Ferris, Ferris Project tears. James from the Doctor Who podcast, and and actually over there is Nancy from the Happiness Patrol as well. Yeah, um, Nancy, Nancy, come here. 
Ken, Ken Deep is not necessarily an active podcaster anymore, I suppose, but uh, but Ken was was at the convention this year as well. Yes, and Ken and Ken is the uh, grand pooba, if you will, uh, of Li Who at LongIslandDoctorWho.com. November eighth, 9th, and tenth. Plug, plug. And before we go, we have a special guest here, the triumphant winner of the inaugural Staggering Stories Tea Jeweling Competition. Would you like to give everyone your name and how you feel overwhelmed by your success? I was definitely overwhelmed by my success for about an hour or two afterwards because I did not want to look at another cow biscuit ever (laughs) again in my life. And I was deeply regretting telling the world that if they brought me cow biscuits, I would give them Girl Scout cookies in return. But... Backing the truck up, are you? (laughs) But it was a triumphant victory. I was amazed. It was my first time. It was amazing. Oh, yes. Who am I? I'm Nancy from the Happiness Patrol, a.k.a. Twillian on Twitter. Yay. Thank you. Thank you. While El Presidente and the rest of the gang have been away, it's given me the chance to have a little wander around. Perhaps lay a few traps and uh, play a few pranks. Yes, I've just spent the past hour moving all the furniture in uh, in El Presidente's house one centimetre to the left. And when he comes back, will he notice? Well, the convention is officially over. We're just hanging around in the lobby. It's Monday morning, nearly midday. We'll be heading over to the airport shortly to fly back home. But there's still a few of us hanging around the lobby here in the Marriott, including a few guests. I can see that Gene over there has just collared Dick Mills of the Radiophonic Workshop. Legend. So uh, let's see what he's got to say for himself. What you felt about this is your first convention. Oh, right. Have it up as much as you like. <laughs> Did you get my closing speech at the... At the ceremony thing yes. about losing my virginity yes. in LA. Yes. <laughs> well, I didn't feel a thing. I just laid back and thought of England. <laughs> no, thank you guys for the opportunity to talk. Uh, I'll let you into a secret. I wasn't coming here. I didn't know anything about it. <laughs> Seriously, didn't know anything about it. But I, my daughter lives in Colorado. Which is nice, except you don't play with the grandchildren very energetically just after you get off the plane because it's 7,000 feet up and you get altitude problems. And my wife says I turn more miserable than normal. So I said, said, how how would you know? (laughs) So anyway, we're going back on the plane, British Airways magazine. Doctor Who's 50 this year. I thought, yes, I know. Don't keep rubbing it in. Uh, And there are many celebratory occasions, one of which is Gallifrey in LA. All right, okay, so get home, type it in, look at the website, just in time to see Sean's update that says, oh, dear, sorry to disappoint you, but Arthur Darville can't come, and dear old Bernard Horsfall's died and we're a bit short on on celebrities and well we're trying to find people so hello sean um i see you've got a couple of spare spots would it be any help if i came over and and i sort of took my finger off the key and it was dong you have mail (laughs) i cannot believe he said well i haven't thought of asking you before so you feel like writing back no neither can i (laughs) Uh, so you know he said very generous he said 
you know, you, you, here's your flight. You'll, you'll get your hotel and a daily allowance or whatever. So it's fabulous. Right. And, and he was he was very generous in that respect. He couldn't have looked after us better because we all get a, a helper attached yeah. to us, yeah. which <laughs> but but she was overwhelmed. She said, "You've been so easy to look after and everything." And then another girl said to me, um, "Have you done many of these?" I said, "No, this is my first time." She said, "Oh, oh, you should do more because, well, you you you've got something special." I said, "Oh, well, now let me see. Would it be my performance? Would it be my sparkling charm and wit and good looks?" So she says. No, not any of those. <laughs> so, so I said, come on in, I can take it. So she said, you've got the novelty attraction because you haven't been over here before. So I said, so what that means, I can go to every convention in uh, North America once yeah. Yeah. and then come back a second time to apologise. <laughs> <laughs> so she said, well, yeah. So I said, well, I haven't actually made too many contacts. She says... It's not up to them. She said, go round and just tell them you're coming. <laughs> and call their bluff. So I went to see Jean for Chicago. I said, they reckon I should come to your thing. So he said, I'll tell you what. He said, leave it with me until all this is flattened out. He said, and then send us an email and we'll have a chat about things. Fine. So at my next sort of appointment... My helper, do you know Sue Lemon? The name's familiar. Yeah, she'd yeah. been doing it for years. Yeah. She comes up to me and said, you're in. <laughs> I said, what do you mean I'm in? She said, um, I've worked with Jean for many, many years. And she said, I've just been over and told him how it's going to be. <laughs> so I said, you better come home with me and tell my wife how it's going to be. <laughs> I said, because if I get home and had a good time, yes, I'm flying out again in half an hour's time to another one. Yeah. So, but that's not till November. And then somebody who said, do you want to come to Toronto? It snowballs. Well, yeah. especially this year. Yeah. yeah. I, I mean, yes. the, the Bieber doing their own thing in October on the weekend. Yeah. And Derek from Tenth Planet is doing a Dimensions 2013 or whatever the month before yeah. up in... Newcastle, you know, so oh god, I'm jet setting around like a blue ass fly this this month. Last last week I was in Leeds University, right? Next month I'm in Bradford University. Well, I've got to go there because I went up to do the presentation I did here, and and the bloke said that was good. He says, oh. I said, now look, I came up as an end of term entertainment for the studio uh, students, as far as I was concerned. I said, I don't take this seriously. I don't, I don't suddenly think I'm Shakespeare or something. So he said, no, 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 no. He said, what we can do after each year, or expected to do, is to put forward names for honorary awards. I said, yeah, 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 okay. Anyway, I'll go on holiday, come back. Bradford University letter. Uh, could you tell us if it would be convenient to come up to... Uh, the, the university in December to uh, uh, collect your uh, Doctor of Science. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, all right. 
<laughs> and it really annoyed my son because he went to the same university for four years to get his maths degree I go up there for an hour and a half <laughs> yeah oh it was great so we swanned up there and they dressed me up in some silly floppy hat and a, and, and a gown and oh fated me like nobody's business and it was really great fun so you know I said I don't deserve this he said yes you do he said you thought it was fun and work and not really work he said but you look back of what Yes. what you effect you've had on people's perception of a new art form yeah. well, he said you've got a lot to I mean, answer for yeah. at the time it was all groundbreaking because you've done the first thing That's the right. first set of those yeah. So, yeah, yeah 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 so everybody thought we were had a room full of moog synthesizers but we didn't yeah and and, and it just sort of snowballed a bit and we worked it out as we went along. And, and when you talk to people about how you you did it, I'm sure somebody's going to ask me about my sex life. Because <laughs> I think they probably presume it's standing up in a hammock, you know, doing it the hard way. Yeah, yeah. Rather than it's... So I said, no, there's, there isn't any alternative to actually doing the job whether it's old analog chopping up tape or doing it with synthesizers yeah. and that you've still got to come up with the ideas yeah, yeah. They've still got to come and then you've still got to sell your product to the customers yeah. Yeah. and if they if they come not knowing what they want in the first place you're up a gum tree or yeah. they, no they're up a gum tree because they usually come to us very late in the production scale and if we can't do what they want, they're no better off. So they might as well have what we give them, you know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, and it, it, it's 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 a great responsibility which you don't think about at the time. You don't dare have a headache or go sick because yeah. not because it's going to let the show down. It's because nobody can step in and take over because yeah. you're working on your own in isolation. Nobody knows whether you're doing all the easy bits first or whether you're doing them chronologically or what part you got to or where you're thinking about going next so you could give the same commission to all six of us at the workshop and you'll get six different results which would all be right but they're all completely all different to each other and then you get people who can't work until oh the deadline's tomorrow I'll get it done quick other people agonised. We had one girl who worried that the client might not like what she did, which is fair enough. We got her over that, and then she started wa- worrying about, why do you think they like what I do? Oh, God. And you think, well, come on, yeah, just, just make your mind up. <laughs> yeah, just do it and get on with it. But, no, this has been an experience. It's... I know it's very difficult for the organisers with three and a half thousand people. People can't see everything. But on the other hand, people probably don't want to see everything. You know, cer- certain areas don't interest them. You know, I, if I was here, I probably wouldn't go to June's costume panel. Uh, I probably wouldn't go to where's the doctor going to go next sort of panel or anything like that. 
So it, it, it worked out, but most people seem to have got something out of it. Yeah. And I spent more time yesterday up against a wall with, with people in corridors, <laughs> you, you know. Yeah. Well, we well, back to your yeah, sex yeah. life again. <laughs> uh, uh, you know, uh, and it's it's nice that they've they felt I'm approachable, mm. you know, and said, "God, that's 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 something." I never thought about I'm glad I saw it and thank God it wasn't you just sitting on a settee answering mundane questions about did you think you was a legend when you did this you say of course I did what do you think I do it for you know (laughs) (laughs) so we you know it's good was there anything that went on at this convention or that you saw that came as a surprise or unexpected well uh, fortunately I'd been online and I'd got into the ribbon uh, oh, yeah, <laughs> the life of ribbons, you know, uh, and uh, I, I, I hadn't a clue what a cafe clutch was, but that that was nice. <laughs> well, it's a little tiny room where they guests can sign up to meet you on a more intimate level, and it's about two dozen people. It's not a formal presentation. I mean, I would love to have had a laptop there and a projector to do a bigger version of what I did yeah. here to those that were interested in it rather than, oh, is somebody famous, I'll sit and watch, you know. Yeah. Yeah. But they were... Having said that, I did find the programme, the display a bit fascinating. The, the yeah. amount of stuff. Yeah, he did a good job, Sean. Oh, yeah. he, he gave me a good build-up. Yeah, <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And, and, you know, I, I try to think on my feet... And, and yesterday's panel, I thought this isn't this isn't going very very far, and I'd already said to Charlie, the interviewer guy, I said, "You all right for a little bit of risque stuff?" He said, "Yeah." I said, "Well, I'll drop it in uh, if and when, you know." So towards the end of it, he started going, <laughs> and I looked at him. He said, "So, so I jumped in. Do you want to hear it?" get this phone call don't I at the workshop lady's voice on the other end hello it's a bit deeper than that Uh, so I said yes is that the radiophonic workshop yes Um, well I'm thinking of of, uh, doing an experiment with my tits Uh, and I think you're the guy to help me so half of me is out the front door with a key in the ignition so I said fine she said perhaps um, if you came over I could show you what I had in mind (laughs) so off I go I met outside a bungalow overlooking Pinner Golf Club by a lady who looks like Michael Palin in in his lumberjack outfit alright I said hello hello she said have you come to help me with my tits? <laughs> and I said, quiet, you know, the neighbours. So I go in and she's living with a, a lady companion who's the complete opposite, all gingham and frills and yeah. twittery, you know. So I thought, hello, that's the way it is. <clears throat> so I'm sitting there and I hear this noise. And I thought, what's that? I don't know. Then I notice on each dividing wall in the, in the bungalow, there's a hole up by the ceiling 
and then I notice that all the books on the bookcases have been nibbled and then there's this another funny sound I thought what was that and this Rosemary the, the, the pretty one <laughs> said oh this, it, that's, that's 147 I thought no there was only one of them <laughs> so she said oh so the, this, the woman who rang me up gets up gets a pin you know with a big head and 147 on it and sticks it in the map I thought this is getting a bit weird and what it is they were very interested as ornithologists in blue tits right (laughs) and yeah and what they'd done they'd got a lot of European recordings and they wanted me to edit them first and clean them up in good quality so that they could play them back in the woods outside their house to see if the English birds reacted to the same calls so that was a bit disappointing. Well, no, no. The, the point I made in my presentation using that as an example was that you can't or shouldn't prejudge what you think the commission's going to be about yeah. and then the other thing you mustn't do is try and tell the, the director you've had a new idea that doesn't work either because in Doctor Who the happiness patrol when people got shot they died of intense happiness that was the theory so I said to the guy I like that idea I said I'm gonna I'm gonna invent an orgasm gun (laughs) so he said why I said well that's the best way to go I think you know wonderful intense happiness it doesn't have to be of a, a sexual nature. It could be all your happiness memories build up so much that your heart goes, oh, bang. He said, right, that's interesting. He said, I think you're going to have a problem. I said, why is that? He said, well, in every episode or adventure, he said, we have to have a chase. Okay. He said, and the doctor's legging it down these corridors and they're all going after him. He said, and there's a lot of ricochets going on where they don't hit the target he said and, and I, I'm, I'm really having a problem to s- see what you're going to come up with for a, an orgasm sliding down a wall <laughs> <laughs> so he said do you think it would be better if we stick to bang Whoopee! I said oh if you must so you know I, I think I was painting myself into a corner yes. and, and I don't know what I would have come up with otherwise but uh, I mean they could have done it visually because when they did the Dalek killing people they went, they just reversed it didn't yeah. they yeah. black and white or, or zigzag striped yeah. or whatever so they could have done that in Technicolor yeah. yeah yeah low moan I'm going to shoot you oh <laughs> <laughs> but you know you shouldn't take yeah. you shouldn't take risk with, with with directors but there we go anyway anything else you want to ask no no, no you've that run was out it. of tape we've almost run out of tape we'd like to thank you very <laughs> Sorry, much indeed much. i hope you got room for the rest of the podcast <laughs> oh, <laughs> yeah oh good well it's lovely to meet you guys they had a stall downstairs would you like to send a message to the Daleks? <laughs> yes, I, I filled that one in. I filled that in. I, I said, dear Dalek, I'm so sorry I made, made your voice so unsexy. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Oh, another Lovely. I've got, I, I can stick Thank it you very one. much oh, indeed. No Thanks yeah. for grabbing me. Anyway, dear listeners, that brings us to the end of another Staggering Stories podcast. 
Yes, but never fear, in the next one, there'll be more of the same. More fun, frivolity and jollity. More news and reviews. More who old and new. But until that, hmm, what letter shall we have? Um, I haven't got real Keith here to tell me. Um, ah, S. So until that scintillating shower of spontaneity and silliness showers down upon us, this is me, Crumbly, saying, be seeing you. Bye. Goodbye. Au revoir. Bye-bye. You have been listening to the Stanley Stories Podcast, Series 1, number 152, featuring Adam J. Purcell, Andy Simpkins, Fake Keith, Gene Riddler, The Real Keith Dunn, and many, many friends at Galley. The music's expressed here are those of the speaker, and don't necessarily represent those other speakers on the side. No corporate infringement is intended, and this podcast is an L-Presidential production www.stanleystories.net. Yes, hello, listeners of Staggering Stories. My name is Gordon Jones. I am a weird creator of the Fast Nook, and um, I am here for. I was here for my first ever convention, and my first go at Gallifrey, and it was my first overseas flight on my own. And after an insanely stupid and long time to get to Heathrow Airport, I finally booked in, checked in. And I was waiting for the boarding gate to turn up. And it said, please wait. So I went to look. And then a good fellow named Adam Purcell arrived, dressed in the 11th Doctor's shirt and the 10th Doctor's coat. And there was I with my wearing a que- holding a question mark umbrella. And we just clicked, recognised each other and went, Gallifrey won, yes! And we were both going on the same flight to Los Angeles. And then I was introduced to the rest of the Staggering Stories podcast. And once we arrived in Gallifrey 1, I was introduced to the disembodied head of John Pertwee. And, my God, that thing is terrifying. It is a possessed Auton head of John Pertwee. And it eats souls. And I'm an atheist, so I don't believe in souls. But it ain't mine nonetheless. And... Honestly, my time at Gallifrey One has been made magnificent and wonderful, so much more than it ever probably would have been because of the awesome coolness and amazingness that is the Staggering Stories crew. So, if you're listening to this, these guys are amazing. Thank you, thank you.